Just a trigger warning, this episode contains sexual abuse themes, so if you feel like you will be triggered by this episode, please make sure you seek help. Well, hello and welcome to The Divine Podcast. I'm your host, Dee, and some of you may recognize me from my reality TV show days, or if you're new here, I hope you can connect with my ideas and thoughts on things that really shape who I am as a person. I will be sharing personal stories and conversations that will make you laugh at my pain, cry with me through heartbreaks, and feel hopeful about life and all its roller coaster of emotions. Today, I have with me the lovely Steph. Steph is uh, my friend. We've only just met recently, but I feel like we've really connected like on a spiritual level and I feel like I've known you for my whole life. So Wait, 100% Pisces. Uh, yeah. Steph, sure. Steph is also Shout a Pisces. Shout out Jazz. Thank you for introducing us. <laughs> yeah, Steph is also a Pisces as well. But um, before we dive into today's episode, can you just tell everyone what you do? I know like I'm very excited about this new chapter you're on, but I want everyone else to know you and like find out what makes you the awesome person you are right now what do i do yeah right now i dj which is exciting yeah so you're an amazing dj you self-taught you no okay no no no. i did get taught by a mate dj hamo yeah lost his number (laughs) if he ever hears this please fucking message me because i don't have your number um but yeah i definitely practice on my own (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm just gifted. No, I think I just I, I like have always had music in my background, so yeah, it was just something that came second nature. Well, you are incredible, and in the short time I've known you, you're um, you've shown like you've grown. Like, how long have we known each other now? Honestly, well, we first met at Jazz's birthday, which was in June this year. Yeah, but then didn't really reconnect until. About three, four months ago. How did that even come about? So I was about to go over to um, Jazz's for dinner and then she was like, oh, can I invite my oh, friend yeah. Steph as well? I was like, yeah, I don't care. And, and then, then picked me up. Yeah. And then she, um, <laughs> so I didn't have your number saved because I only met you once before and like, yeah. you know, like I'm not going to like ask for your number straight away. Can we I be- your number? Yeah. We barely even spoke it. that first time. But that first time I did meet you, I just remember you were like, does anyone want to come out and get high? I was like, fuck <laughs> this bitch is cool. Yes. I'm coming out to get high. Um, but we barely spoke. And then when I was having dinner with the girls, yeah, she added you to the group chat and then she, uh, you messaged a group. You're like, does anyone live near Kingsford and can they pick me up on the way to get a, a ride to, for a ride or something? Mm. And I was like, Oh, I don't really know her, but it is on my way, so I'll go pick you up. And when I picked you up, we just didn't stop talking and we no, never stopped so talking. Great. Yeah. So good. So I think helpful. one of the reasons why I really connect with you is like you're really spiritual and you um like I feel like when we have conversations about certain things like energetic healing and spiritual stuff, like we're always on the same wavelength and I draw a lot of strength from you because I learn a lot from you and I feel like that you know, it's reciprocated. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I learned a lot from you. It's just nice that to segue into like your first episode of your podcast, how you're saying that, you know, on social media, you only see a certain part of yourself or like you only portray a certain part of yourself. It's really nice to be able to get really deep and for people to know that we are spiritual beings and we're not just fucking pretty faces on Instagram or, oh, you know, someone that posts in a, a bikini and stuff. Like we actually have brains. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like you're, one of my only friends that I have 
that I connect with, like, that's so on my way, like, with um, spiritual stuff. Like, yeah, all of my friends. Talk about yeah, all of yeah. my friends are quite spiritual, but, like, you, when I talk to you, I feel like you just understand. I don't even need to explain things. Like, you just, you understand what I'm thinking. It's like Pisces. I know. And it's because we have that Pisces connection. But also, um, one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on my podcast today is um, when I spoke to you last week, you told me about kinesiology and I've always wanted to try kinesiology because I feel like there's so much healing that I want to do like from like stuff that's happened to me when I was younger and stuff now but it's just never I've never found the right person to do it can you explain to everyone what kinesiology is and why you wanted to do it I was brought um someone told me about kinesiology well Jasmine's auntie did Mm. my masseuse um, and she'd gotten some healing done. And I, at the moment, I'm going through a healing journey where I'm dealing with um, arthritis. I had an autoimmune disease. I'm going to claim that it's gone because I had my body reset by the... He doesn't like to call himself a kinesiologist. Yeah. He says that he is a neurological trainer. Mm. So he does deal with the brain. He deals with... I guess what I, what I said to you before was like we're a giant sperm, we're a brain with like nerves. Mm. Everything else, our meat vessel and our like our bones, everything they just it's just attached to um, our central nervous system, mm. our brain, our, our big sperm thing. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, he he was. I was giving his contact. Mm. I messaged him and I booked in to see this guy. Kinesiology works with energy. It works with yes. So. I actually Googled it. Oh, good. Like, give me... (laughs) Yeah, before we dive into our own experience, let's give everyone, like... The definition. (laughs) But he doesn't say he's a kinesiologist. He says he hates being called one. Okay, but what he... has such a... I guess it has, like, a a woo-woo around it. it Yeah, because he's not very, like, um, spiritual, but what he does is quite, like, energetic. Isn't it? Isn't it? So when I Googled it, it says kinesiology is um, understood as the system of natural health care, which combines muscle monitoring with the principles of Chinese medicine to assess energy and body function, applying a range of gentle yet powerful healing techniques to improve health, well-being and vitality. Kinesiology is a non-invasive method using precision muscle feedback and body awareness that can help you reduce stress and pain, improve performance at school, work and home and in sports, yada, 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 yada. So basically it allows you to just heal with muscle feedback. Yeah. Like, and muscle feedback meaning they do, the, they do this thing called muscle testing mm. where they kind of put your arm up like this mm. for the people that are listening and they can't see what I'm doing. I'm putting my arm up like an L shape mm. and they push against your hand and you resist against their hand, but it's very light. And then they kind of, they touch different parts of your body, like your, you know, the, your sternum or, or something in your bro, or your third eye, or they'll touch like your shoulder or these little points or your meridian points on your body. Mm-mm. And if you if your hand goes down, it means that it's weak or something. How the body responds unconsciously to to like you know like you'll you'll touch your spleen and if your spleen's not working properly, your arm will go down. Yeah, without you, <laughs> your leg. I know. Well, the thing is, right? We'll get into my experience soon, but I like to think I'm quite like a spiritual person and I'm very open to like all sorts of energetic healing. But to be fair, when I saw him, I was like, this guy's a bit far fetched, but. The results now Quirky, is, isn't he? yeah, the results are quite incredible. But like my thing was like, I don't know, like I've done breath work. I've done like uh, Reiki and all that stuff. And I don't know why, but I feel like 
I believe more of that than I do with kinesiology. But kinesiology for me has, I've seen better benefits from it. So I don't know why mm. I was such a skeptic. And then he was like saying to me, well, you know, the skeptics are usually the ones that like reap the most benefits from this. Because mm -hmm. you're the ones that expect the least. Yeah. You're expecting it not to work. When you expect things to, to work or you have this like idea that, you know, it has to go a certain way. And then when it doesn't go the way that you want it to, then. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about your experience when you went and saw like him for the first time. When I saw him, what happened when I saw him the first time? <laughs> I've seen him twice now. Yeah. But why did you wanted to go seek? Is was with it for arthritis? Yeah. yeah, yeah. My mother has, my mother is healing from a rheumatoid, so I think it was a genetic genetic thing. My body won't even tell well what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then I got like an autoimmune disease, disease meaning like disease in the body, not yeah. disease. Um, where like my fingers go white and the the circulation doesn't go to them anymore. Yeah. So that's how I knew that I had an autoimmune disease. Mm. Disease, I'll say. Um, the first time I went, he just he there's like this twelve step thing that he does, and he just he like undid my jaw because my jaw was really tight. Um, he found out that my neck was really tight because when I was a kid, um, my mum my mum fell down the stairs with me, mm. um, and like subconsciously, then as a as a you know a child that was like learning how to like be a human being, I thought that I had to, like, hold my neck and my shoulders quite tightly because there was always this, like, thing that what if I fall? Mm. Um, and that was with me from the ages of, I don't know, maybe that was three or four or something mm. all the way up until, um, I guess, 29. Mm. And he found that by doing this muscle testing thing and he he touched, he, he was doing the thing where he was doing the arm muscle, was it muscle testing? And he touched my um my sacrum mm. and he was like your head is your your dad and your sacrum's your mum mm. he goes what's up with your mum I was like I was like nothing he goes how's your relationship with your mum I'm like good me and my mum are good and then he was like it's trauma to your head from something with your mum and I was like my mum's I mean I'm Asian like you see it you know <laughs> <laughs> you see a fucking wooden spoon as a kid but I don't think I ever got like hit across the face <laughs> yeah. by my mum and then I remembered she told me that she'd fallen down the stairs with me and I was like oh and he goes yeah that's that's the reason why your neck um, is so tight and that's the reason why you know if your your energy needs to be dispersed properly through your body mm. so they work a lot on like having that energy flow that chi flow I guess in like Chinese medicine so sometimes your if certain muscles are um over, overactive, they're taking the energy that's needed for the other muscles to work properly. Does so overcompensate. That's exactly yeah. right. That's that's exactly right. So I think uh, I think my um, my neck was overcompensating, or like the front or the back of my neck was overcompensating, something like that. So he reset that for mm. me, um, and then like you know I've seen my physio since then. I've seen. Um, my masseuse and I've seen my chiro since then. They've all said that there's been a difference in my neck, mm. which is great. So, yeah, he fixed that for me the first time I saw him. What about you? You talk, Okay, well, now that you know the first time that I went, I've, I've been twice. <laughs> Let's talk about your first time. Okay, so after, you know, you went and then Jazz went, I was like, okay, oh, cool. Yeah, true. Shout out Jazz. Love yeah, <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. So maybe this is like my next thing I need to do to heal. Because, I like I said, I've done so much healing work 
cutting you off before that, remember when I first told you, you're like, oh, I don't know if I need anything healed. And then when Jazz went and she had her experience, you were a bit more open to us. So you're like, because you were a bit sceptical, which is okay. It's better to be sceptical than to. I don't think I was sceptical in a sense. I was more scared. And like the true, reason why true, true, true. the reason why I was scared was because like I was in the process of releasing this podcast and I felt like I've done enough work to sort of protect me from it, from like, you know, like I had a, I had major fears around releasing this podcast that first episode, right? I had anxiety, I was overthinking a lot of things because it was my first sort of platform talking about what happened yeah so I felt like I had to close myself off and protect myself energetically and I felt like if I was to do any sort of healing it would open up like wounds that I wasn't ready to deal with because I had this podcast to release so I needed to be like strong I needed to have like this barrier but when Jazz had her experience I was like you know what I'm just gonna go and if he opens up wounds then it's it's my lesson to just go through and just to learn you know everything is as it should be is it am i too close to it yeah yeah Mm. so when yeah you know jazz had her experience and then i when i was listening to you both talk about it i was like okay i had a sense that i needed to message him Mm. so i messaged him and i said to you i was like is he creepy or anything because like i don't know like the healing i've done it's all with from women Mm. and there's a thing with like i don't have problem with men as such but when it's coming when it comes from like a place of healing i i don't know why but i prefer prefer feminine energy um i think it's because like obviously with what i'm about to talk about it's very i i like feminine energy a lot more but anyways i'm digressing when i met him immediately i was like oh He's, I, I don't know how I felt about him. He he was a bit quirky, but, like, he, he didn't give me the creeps or anything. So I was like, sweet. So, it's like, we went upstairs to his little, like, healing studio and I he could tell that I was nervous because when I'm nervous, I like to crack jokes. You're funny, <laughs> oi. <laughs> I crack a lot of jokes and, like, you know, he's very, like, serious. Like, he's just, like, gives me this weird look. Not even a weird look, but he just looks at me like he knows that I'm just cracking jokes because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> So <laughs> I sat down and he's like, he has, he gets this sheet of paper and he goes, all right, so what would you like to work on? I'm like, I don't know, bro. Aren't you supposed to tell me? <laughs> Imagine going to like a doctor's office and like, I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I was just, you know, fuck, like, are you, you're like, you're this energy healing person. You tell me what I need to work on. And, and then he goes, just start with what bothers you. I was like, emotionally or physically? And he was like, both. And I was like, I don't know what really bothers me. I do overthink a lot. And so he wrote, he wrote down overthinking and he goes, how's your relationship with your mum? And I was like, oh, that's a can of worms. And I was like, my mum is this, my mum is that, yada, yada. Like, I, I love my mum, but I had major issues. I still have unresolved issues with her now. When I was six or seven, I was sexually assaulted by this person. So when we first came to Australia, it was just mum and I, and we lived in this um, apartment where it was three bedrooms. So it was mum and I in one room, this family of three in another, and this guy in another room. And obviously, like, we didn't know them or whatever. It was just whatever we could afford at the time. So mum would often work in school holidays and stuff. Um, I would have to stay at home because she couldn't afford childcare. So she'll often leave me at home by myself. And that's when the assault would happen because this person obviously took advantage of a young fucking child and it was just really awful. But um, my brain 
really did protect myself from it. Like I feel like I can talk about it now because I've done therapy and stuff for it, but there's obviously still a lot of healing but to do. But also your age to like you were how old were you when this happened six or seven see, yeah so like you got zero to seven to program in quotation marks program a child so you would have still been your development stages yeah so it makes a lot of sense that that would have really like it would have been like the marker to why or who you are today and why you get triggered so easily yeah well i when i think about what happened like I know it happened like maybe two or three times and I, I have flashes in my brain, but like I, my brain really did protect myself from it because I, I can't even like recall the feelings, but I know it happened because mm. yeah, it was obviously very traumatic. But when I think about it, like those feelings don't come up anymore because of what Rob did. Like, you know, he healed wow. that part. But so I, I said that to him. He's like, okay, that's something we can talk about. He's like, what about your relationship with your dad? I was like, hmm, what dad? <laughs> so write down daddy issues. <laughs> and then he goes, um, and then like, you know, I said a bunch of other stuff and he was like, okay, this is probably a good start. So you came for overthinking, but let's test your body to see if it's overthinking that we need to work on today. Yeah. So he had my arm up in the L shape and then yeah. he, lightly press his fingers on my hand and push pushing down he's like like a gearbox yeah he's like (laughs) overthinking it didn't work mummy issues didn't work daddy issues didn't work and he goes sexual assault at six or seven boom my hand dropped yeah so he's like okay that's what we're gonna work on today i was like oh fuck you know what the body wants to work on yeah i was like all right fuck let's just rip me to pieces right now Mm. just rip my heart open (laughs) so um so he did like a whole bunch of like tapping on my body and stuff he goes let me just assess your brain so he's like he drew a picture he's like your brain is split up into four quadrants you've got your front left your right left your back left and your back right and your brain is supposed to operate at the same percentage for all four quadrants he's like let's test them to see what's happening in your brain so the front left was going at 34 percent the front right was going at 67% the back right was going at like 52 percent or something and the back left was going at 98%. And I was like, ooh, 98%. That means I'm really, really (laughs) smart, Rob. (laughs) And then he just looks at me. He was like, "Mm." he's like, that's not a good thing. I was like, oh, it's not. You're saying like, I'm not really smart. (laughs) And can you just imagine this guy, right? He's like freaking like a dad. It's like- He's full serious and stuff. And you're just there like cracking jokes upstairs. Trying to make him laugh. And he's just like looking at me with a serious like scientific eyes. And I'm just like, okay, well, whatever. And he goes, your back left is your fight or flight response. And it's been working in overdrive at 98% because ever since... Since you were six. Or seven, seven, your brain had to protect yourself because you were in survival mode because of this traumatic thing. Yeah. And he's like, we need to readjust your brain. And he goes, that's why you overthink a lot. That's why when you're anxious or stressed, you get so tired because your brain has been working like this Mm. from the ages of six or seven. And he goes, can you just imagine what that does to your body? Mm. I was like... That overcompensation we are talking about before. I was like, oh, true, 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 true. True. So he did a bunch of other things as well. Like um, there's a whole range of what we can talk about and whatever, but I just really want to drive home the fact that he said my body was working perfectly. Like every organ is functioning the Mm. way it's supposed to, but Mm. he goes, your kidneys when it comes to anxiety and stress is failing. 
So when I'm anxious or stressed, my kidneys have been working in overdrive mm. and it doesn't work. So when I'm in a state of constant stress, I'm so tired and so so like um, energetically depleted because that's your energy's my, been sent to a certain part of your brain and, or whatever and it just there's no energy left. That's my there's trauma no, response. Yeah, that's right. So the way he tested that, he held my left leg up in the oh, air yeah. and he goes, your left leg is um <laughs> your left leg is um related to your fucking kidneys or whatever i don't know man the whole time he was doing this i'm like bro you're pushing my arm he's like no i'm not like you <laughs> i was being such a little bitch but he goes like i'm just gonna test your left leg um and then he, he i put up my leg, left leg and he goes let's see how your function works and it, it like dropped down straight away when it when he pushed it yeah you're supposed to resist against his um and then he was see it's not working i was like no, it's not. It's because I did legs the other day and that's why it's really, really sore. And he goes, oh, you did legs here. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's why I can't hold it up. <laughs> and this poor man was just like, mm-hmm. And then he tested the other one and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, he's like, resist. I was like, I am resisting, but my legs are sore. <laughs> You're so fucking bad. <laughs> it, was, oh, it was like, even like this most skeptics of all skeptics can be turned or something like that. I was like, all right, it's true, whatever. So he did something where he just like reset his brain and then he fixed my kidneys. And how then, did he, wait, wait, how did he reset it for you? Because obviously there are different ways that he, there, there are like a trillion different things that he can do to a person, just depending on what they need. Mm. Like this. So when he tested out the quadrants, my hand was still up. So like that. So he would go front and left operating at 98, 80, whatever. And then it goes, and then he was like 30 and then 31, 32. And then whatever dropped, like 38, was what the front left was operating at. And same with all the others. So it was all just like muscle testing. And he's and he was like, I'm not actually doing anything. It's your body that's telling me what your brain is doing. So and mind like, you, sorry to interrupt. Mind you, your body, sorry. your body responds, or your body, your you just as a person will work on eighty percent unconscious, twenty percent conscious, eighty to ninety percent unconscious. So you're doing things without even realizing it. Like we're breathing without realizing mm. we're breathing. But to be able to breathe, we're pumping around like oxygenated blood to oxygenate that blood. We've got to do so many other systems. Systems are working without us consciously thinking about it. So your body is having a conversation with your healer or your neurological trainer or your kinesiologist without you having to do anything or say anything. So by him saying things or just like saying like 20%, 30%, your body can respond to you just as long as you're either turned off or you're, just, you're allowing it to happen kind of thing. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not, yeah. yeah. And I think why it works so well for me because I honestly did not think – no expectations. I had no expectations. Exactly I just literally just wanted to go in and see what he was all about. So, okay, so the way he healed my legs is your adrenal glands are in your, like, um, belly, like right underneath your ribs and above your belly button. So he's like, I need to reset your adrenal glands response. So he put his hands there, like where um, just underneath my ribs, and he, like, fucking, like, yeah, like yeah. vibrated in my, like, like that. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, you weirdo? But he was doing that. <laughs> It was doing this. I was like, well, it's like when you go to the gym, right? And you, they say to touch the muscle to activate it whilst you're doing the movement. Yeah. It's almost like just touch the thing so at least it works again. Yeah. Right? So he was doing this. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then he did that. And then like he tested the left kidney and he was like, oh, see, I thought you did legs because like when my left leg was up and he tested it, it just didn't it move. Didn't, yeah. 
Yeah. I was like, oh, true. stronger. True. And then he tested the right one. He's like, that one needs a bit more work. So he mm. did that. And then he went in the back of my brain and then he like put his fingers in the back of my brain. He goes, now I'm just telling your brain to send the blood to your adrenal glands. Did he tap on the back? It pushed into the like, um. back of my brain because it's signalling the brain to send blood into that spot or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Yep. Or like whatever. And then he tested out the right leg and it would just wouldn't move. And I was like, yeah, yeah but your belly pushing. He's like, no, look, I'm pushing it. I was like, oh, true. Right. <laughs> it's fucking wild, isn't it? Yeah. So um, after he did all that, he was like, it's not the sexual assault that needs healing. It's something deeper. So... He, he tested my body again. He's like, what is it? And then he had all these cards. I don't know what the cards are. Like, do you, do you know what they are? There are so many different things that he has. Was he pulling out, like, the chromosome card? Yeah. So it was a chromosome one? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, apparently it was something that this, this like, lady had found out or just done or made. Whatever. There's so much to it, hey. There is so much, so many different types of, yeah. So he identified, like, my... Um, my biggest thing about the sexual assault was I still had a fear and he was like testing out what fear was and it was I had a fear of death and I was like everyone has a fear of death and he was like no not everyone does you have a fear of death when it comes to anxiety and stress because when you were six or seven you thought you were gonna die because that was such a traumatic response for you and it was a traumatic thing that happened your brain because it was so young thought you were like going to die so it had to protect itself that's why the back left has been operating at 98 percent, and that's why whenever like there's a stressful situation or something that like alters your your your, like triggers your brain to overthinking you have this fear of death and you have this fight or flight response and it works at 95 percent or was it 95 98 98 imagine that imagine imagine your body always going to fight or flight just every time you're stressed out well that's why (laughs) that's why i overthink so much and that's why i have a lot of um i work out a lot because i feel like that's the only way i can release that excess energy so you say your adrenals as well yeah yeah, of course. You, you fear. Makes sense. Yeah. So, so like, whatever. He, like, <clears throat> we found out it was a fear of death and all that shit. And then, like, he did some sort of other mu- muscle tapping. And honestly, I can say, at first, like, when it was all over, I didn't feel any different. Mm. But over the last couple of days since I've done that, I've noticed that things don't bother me as much. So when I released the first episode, usually I would go down the spiral. If I see a negative comment, it would affect me for a long time. Yeah. But now that when I see a negative comment or someone saying shit, I'm just like, oh, cool, whatever. You know, like it just, if like it drops away easier. My brain doesn't like keep like thinking about it and keep like, like churning it over my head. I feel like I'm more at peace yeah. with like, Negative, negative stuff. comments and i don't to segue again a little bit it's just i don't think people will truly understand what it's like to have a bunch of negative comments if not like one or two just on something that you've worked so hard on or just like a video or a post until i guess you've been in the limelight of some sort because like it can be so mentally exhausting it can be mentally like it's horrible yeah it's it's it gives you anxiety. It yep. makes you feel like she, it makes you not want to open up your phone because you don't want to go on your like on your post to see what someone said. Yeah, because it can yeah it can fuck you up. Well, that was one of the reasons why when I got cancelled, um, mm. I had to get off social media because yeah. people were sending me shit like jump off a bridge, yeah. go kill yourself, and all that stuff. And like usually, I think like I'm pretty strong mentally, but like there's something that 
because I was also removed from like everything I know, right? I was stuck in this fucking city where I, I couldn't get home. So yeah. when you're in that that moment of deep darkness and you're getting all these like death threats and all it's this bullying. shit and telling you to jump it's off a bridge, bullying. your brain starts thinking, oh fuck, like your brain starts like churning it over and start like wanting to seek more of those negative comments yeah. rather than like the nice ones. Exactly, exactly. You're focusing on, on the bad, not the good. Yeah, yeah so, um, but now that, you know, I obviously I get trolls and shit and, like I get fucking whatever, like because you know I'm always gonna get haters no matter what I do. And if you don't get haters, then you're not doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it just doesn't fucking bother me. It is. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like that's most the bulk of what I want to say. But do you want to talk more about your experience? I had a second experience. Yeah, that second time that I went, that's probably the one that's been the most exciting for me. Yeah, um, finding the autoimmune disease in my yeah. body and he said that the way to find it is to put your like this is the autoimmune um testing thing like the position to put your arms in i have my hand my hands crossed over yeah like i'm like dead <laughs> <laughs> um and then he does like the muscle testing or like the tapping and stuff and then he um obviously i had an autoimmune disease didn't know what the fuck it was mm. so we went through this process took about 30 minutes to um, reset my autoimmune system um and i've had i like i said before i had like the cold hands so i get like literally my hands will go cold you've seen i sent you photos mm. they go white and mm. they don't go they don't return to like a normal color for 10 15 minutes so i'll have numb fingers can't feel them it's really really frustrating um and ever since i got that autoimmune reset i've had my cold showers in the morning my hands will go white as they always do but the colour returns within two, three minutes. Mm. It used to take me 10 to 15 minutes to get colour back. Mm. Now I'll just sit down and I'll watch my hands go right again. Mm. So I know that my autoimmune system is finally working again, which means it's just now the process of like relearning how to be human and to, to be in homeostasis again. Yeah. It's really interesting how... Um, the funny thing when he was doing the thing with my leg and he made me stick my tongue out. <laughs> he was like, stick your tongue out to the side. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was thinking myself like, D. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, it, just, it was very, very interesting. I'm really, really grateful for the fact that he has reset my autoimmune yeah. system. And I don't care if people think it's a crock of shit, go find a good kinesiologist or a neurological trainer. It, you may find some that aren't good like you build in any field there are shit physios there are shit doctors but they're also really really good doctors and really really good physios and yeah you know. 100%. and i feel like this is one of the reasons why i wanted to do this podcast because i like to document my healing journey for um myself but also for my friends because you know i have so many girlfriends who have like issues or I have so many girlfriends who have issues like mentally or like physically. Oh my God. Like freaking what's the period? Um, endometriosis is a massive one for females. Exactly. There's massive. so, and there's so many like issues that we have in our bodies and we can all trace it down to um, energetic healing. Cause sometimes, you know, the fucking medicines and stuff like I, I like to be a naturalist. Like I don't yeah. like to take a lot of medication if I could find like a natural natural energetic way to heal because you know i don't want to put more shit in my body like i want to actually find the root of the problem and i, and I i'm all for kinesiology or what what does the call himself he likes to call it like to say he's a neurological trainer which does make sense yeah so i like to i like kinesiology and what he did because i felt like it got to the root 
of the abuse not yeah. like it, it wasn't healing from the abuse because i've moved past from the abuse but it's like like getting over that fear it so, still sticks in your body as like your body remembers your body has muscle memory and it's gonna just once you're trained to be a certain way it's like they say the train the, the russians train the you know the kids and when they click their fingers all of a sudden they turn into like killing machines or whatever it is you know just your body will unconsciously do things without you Knowing why you're doing the thing. So, why do you tense up? I don't know. So what, how he you explained know. it, because I was like to him, um, I was like, I've been to therapy and I've done breath work and all which that. Which is stuff, great, by the way. Which is excellent. Like talk therapy and all that yes. is fantastic. And that's I'm, I recommend that. And I was like, so, you know, realistically, I should be healed from this. And he was like, well, no, because think about your body. When you stick your finger in an electrical socket and you get shocked, you can talk about how it made you feel and those emotions and then those emotions will go away but your body still remembers the finger being shocked so you will still be scared of sockets yes. because it's your body's response kinesiology or this healing that we do removes your body makes your body forget about that shock so yes. you can move on from it so talk therapy and all that is great but it doesn't deal with how your body is responding to it so my fear of death thing, how he actually reset my brain to get over fear of death was he made me hold my breath. So he made me breathe in like this and then ex like exhale all the air, but then lift up my lungs and hold up my chest. So my, but hold my breath. So my brain thinks that there's air in my chest, but there's no air going in. So my brain's like freaking out and like and suffocating and suffocating. Yeah. And it's like, you're going, dying. Going to spasm. He's like, it's a really awful exercise. But if we do it like a couple of times, your brain will go into factory reset because it's changing that fight or flight response yeah. because it's not fixing what's already happened because your brain's already worked in overdrive, but it's resetting it back to how it should be. Yes. So oh, yes, when so we so first so. did that exercise, like, and hold my lungs up, I couldn't hold my breath for longer than three seconds. He's like, it's okay. We'll do it again. Mm. So the first time I did it, I held it for three seconds. The second time was five seconds the third time 10 seconds the fourth time 20 seconds we did it five times and the fifth time i was able to hold it for like at least 30 seconds and he goes now i'm going to test your brain qu quadrants yeah it goes 54 the front left 50 53 the front right 53 the back left Balance. and 50 um 54 again the back right so my brain quadrants are now speaking on the same level well now you're sharing the energy properly around rather than 98 percent holding all the energy that your brain the rest of your brain needs you know? yeah and i definitely feel mm. that like when i'm like i haven't been stressed or anxious over the last week and realistic so good. and realistically i should because i'm dealing with a lot going on in my life like not just a podcast but with the boys oh my and God. Oh. Do, do we get into the tea no we're not gonna get into the tea with the boys <laughs> oh because it's not worth it because they're just boys they're not men <laughs> <laughs> maybe that could be the next episode but um yeah fuck me man like honestly Boys what is with what is up with me right now why Wait, am i, I think it's, i reckon it's mars retrograde bringing all of them back just so okay can, can you explain to me what's mars re retrograde so mars is your mars like you said before right you venus before. is your love venus is love mars, mars is your planet of like your basic instinct your sexual like your sexual drive your your animalistic instincts so why so are all these people from my past coming back? <laughs> well, it's that's it's your sexual energy, right? The voodoo clam energy. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you <laughs> you've reset, you've reset that that kind of. Uh, okay, should I call it daddy issues? 
well, situation. Yeah, I, I don't think I've reset the daddy issues, but I reset like my problem with men. Right. Like, cause I've always yeah. had an issue with men because of what happened. Yeah. My issue with men does stem from daddy issues because Seeking. I felt like, yeah, because I felt like I didn't have that male authoritative figure That's in my right. life to protect me. So when I've come, like, during my relationships with my with men, I realize I do seek validation and I go for men who the wrong ones. Yeah, yeah, but I go for I go for the protective type, which is really toxic because I like you know someone to protect me and someone that like is a bit maybe controlling or yeah. um too aggressive mm. but i seem to seek that and it attracts the wrong sort of people in my life so so see how now now that you've done the healing it has this positive ripple effect so if you've been keeping unconsciously right because we work to 90 unconscious if if we're attracting or sending out these signals that we want these type of men around mm. they're they're the people now that you're going to bring back into your life and the universe is going to go so do you want this person in your life anymore <laughs> And so you'll, you'll, you'll get them back and maybe the old you would have been like, oh, yeah, but, like, well, he was so good to me. You know, he was so nice. He was so kind and he was, oh you know, he used to, like, pick me up and message <laughs> me being like, where are you, babe? <laughs> Why are you home? Cuddle me. That is so right? true. And now, you, now you're like, no, I don't, I don't need that shit in my life. That's not the kind of energy I want. That's not the person I want in my life anymore. And you make room for better suited men or better suited people yeah. just in general for you well i did i do feel like the universe has been testing me because oh, all these like shitty men are coming back out of the woodworks so like hey hey and i'm just like nope i'm good thank you right bye. thank you next yeah exactly Whereas in the past you've been like oh yeah but the dick's so in the good. past i'd be like hey daddies <laughs> hey daddy i need help <laughs> <laughs> hey dad I'm, I'm lonely and the better people came back the ones that you you know you did have a genuine genuine connection with that yeah. was honest and wasn't controlling mm. but it felt flowy they called you you know what i mean like and yeah. they texted you so you had the right one showing up and the wrong ones but your brain or your subconscious and your conscious mind was able to they were talk, able to talk to you. yeah that's right that's right yeah. they're talking to each other and be able to be like oh we want this one we don't want this one yeah and better i feel judgment yeah and i feel like it's allowed me to have the closure that I need from people that have hurt me or that yeah. I thought that has hurt me, right? So, you know, there's some people in my past that I don't talk to anymore that have reached out to me that have such a profound experience in my life, have actually said, hey, yeah. I'd never wronged you and I'm sorry that you felt like I wronged you, but this is literally what happened and I just want you to know that there's still love there. And yes. And that's such a beautiful thing when, you know, I can have those experiences because my biggest thing is like I never had closure from certain connections that have really made such a profound impact on my life. Exactly. And it was an honest, genuine experience with like love, whatever kind of love it was. It was an unconditional love that was just, it worked. Mm. So at least now you can say that you can keep yeah. those connections and if I can get rid of the boys. Yeah. No um, boys allowed. I want to say thank you so much, Steph, for coming onto my podcast. Um, I'm excited to see your DJ journey. You had your first gig over the weekend, and I'm very, very proud of you. And I'm so excited to see you play at more venues. But for those thank that you. want to connect with you, can you give them your socials and where they can find you and find your music? Mm -hmm. Just find me on Instagram at the moment at oh my god jade x o m g j a d e x. 
Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you would like to reach out and say hello, feel free to email me on hello at the divine.com. That's divine with a D-E-E. I'm also active on socials on Instagram only, not Twitter, at D Nguyen. See ya. <laughs>